Book Retorts is a podcast about what happens when you try to explain your weird media finds to your friends. We've got dragons. Davio's dragon, which name is Deborah. Deborah the dragon. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> it's so good. And questionable science. They want to like drive the moon out of the solar system and like fly it off like a big spaceship. And it's bonkers. <laughs> Destroy the Earth. Nancy Drew investigates. There's a new boy in town. But is he human or vampire? And ask the tough questions. And how is it that you explain the coffin in your parlor? Which is a legitimate question. <laughs> I got it. And it doesn't make sense in the books either. <laughs> There's also romance. They ruin their nice date. I, well, that was the whole point of karate chopping the person earlier and going into the <laughs> right. restaurant, Sam. So join us every Wednesday as we take on the weirdest books, movies, graphic novels, and whatever else we find over at bookretorts.com. Or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so don't be blasting it over the speakers at school or at work or some other public place that has people with sticks at their butts, okay? I'm assuming if you're listening, you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned, there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. Enjoy! <laughs> Yeah, are you ready? Are you ready for Halloween? I am ready for Halloween. And this ridiculous dance that they have, even with a murderer. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't get it. But at least it's a Halloween episode. and I know. That is exciting. Woohoo! Halloween. So welcome back to the rewatch recap. I'm Dustin of Dustin can read and watch. And now we're rewatching. So I don't have to say that. Um, <laughs> and with me is spooky and strange podcasts or lean. Hello. Are, hello. We are jumping into episode nine of scream. The TV series season one, which is titled the dance really original. Why wasn't this one called ghosts? I don't know. It would have been perfect. Halloween. It would have been perfect. They, I think they just like, okay, we're going to draw names and whatever this one. Uh, I, this yeah, called. I just, I feel like we could take, you and I could take all the same pieces of the show and write a better show. I bet you we could. They need to hire us. I don't know about MTV, but. You know. I don't I don't think MTV is going for scripted anymore, but we can pitch not. them. Do you know what though? After this, well, they had Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf was really good. Which is getting rebooted, right? Um, well, it's getting a movie. It's getting a kind of a wrap up oh. spinoff movie, and then from that, they are spinning off into another show called Wolf Pack, which is actually based on a YA book series. And he's going to take that YA book series Ooh. and put it in the Teen Wolf universe. And Wolf Pack will have Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. <gasps> That's I know. so exciting! I know. Oh my so God. if you've never watched Teen Wolf, you should watch it. It's really fun. First season's kind of meh. It's kind of introducing you to the world. But then as it keeps going, you get more and more folklore and craziness mixed in. And it gets, it's really good. Like it's, I thought it was really well done. And it's got very inclusive casts and a lot of LGBTQ 
not LGBT, basically lesbian and gay characters, not, <laughs> no trans characters, you know, nothing like that. But, um, but still, it's got some good, decent representation. Representation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not here to pitch Teen Wolf. We're here to talk about Scream. Okay. Yes. Alrighty. All right. The the dance. Okay. So we open at night at the Lakewood County Municipal Records Building. It's one year ago. This can't be good. There's like security guy we see with his back turned to the security camera display, reading some kind of magazine. Like, why can't people do their damn jobs? But no anyway. one in this town does their jobs. It's no. not just him. It really isn't. But it starts somewhere. Damn it. Um, at the top. And that's the mayor. And he doesn't do his job. That's so. actually true. <laughs> <laughs> you do your job while I don't. Okay. No, that's not how this works. Anyway. Someone in all black and a hoodie, of course, waltzes in, just comes on in, skates on by, walks right by this guy, doesn't even notice, somehow knows the combination to a locked room. Which makes it not breaking in? I guess. I don't know. He or she or they. We don't know who it is. Right. The person. They start going through um, files. On Brandon James and the attacks from 1994. And then they take the mask that's in the files or in this, I guess, evidence thing. And they put the mask on and look up at the camera and then slash scream. Ah! Yeah, this one was kind of a meh opener. Yeah. Like, okay, well, all right. Back to present day. We get establishing shots of the town decorating as Halloween narrates. Halloween? Let me start that over. As Piper narrates for a special Halloween episode of Autopsy of a Crime. I'm glad that Halloween is mentioned because by the time this airs, it will be October. So it'll be Halloween season. So it kind of, it's fitting. It's good. Nice little element. Okay. But this town is going to celebrate Halloween right now? I know. I know. I don't. And secondly, why are these establishing shots very obviously not around Halloween time? (laughs) It is green as ever. So green everywhere. There's not a brown leaf in sight. Nothing. And I mean, this was filmed in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, or around there. And, you know, being from the South, I can say it doesn't get as brown that quick. But it wouldn't be this green everywhere. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, some stuff would be dying. There wouldn't be, like, new flowers blooming and stuff, you know? So... Yeah. So um, Piper tells us how the Brandon James mask went missing a year ago when somebody broke into the you know municipal building and wonders if the sheriff will be looking into Seth Branson's or Seth Palmer's whereabouts at that time. And if he has a connection to Brandon James. Wait, I mean, how does Piper know about this break in? Is everybody just like hacking police records and reading them? I know. Oh, there's something she says later on. I'm like, huh? How? How? But we'll get to that. Um, In questioning, the sheriff asks Branson, which I'm going to keep calling him that because it's too confusing not to, about the knife that Noah and Audrey found in his classroom that had some of Will's blood on it. So Branson says it's not his. Again, where's Detective Brock? I'm still confused, but I digress. So Sheriff Hudson then asks him about Olivia Finley, the girl Seth Palmer was hooking up with. Then she was found murdered. Of course, Branson then says he wants his lawyer. Not a good look, sir. Not a good look. No, no. I mean, I mean 
he is a criminal. Yeah. He, I just don't think he's a, a child murderer. A molester or a pedophile, yes. He's definitely a fucking predator who shouldn't be teaching in high schools. No, no, no. But I bet you somebody else killed that girl, depended on him or something to make call him out. And he's like, I gotta get the fuck out of town. So, I mean, I, I, that's the only thing I can think of. Meanwhile, Emma is driving Brooke around and Brooke is iffy on if Branson is the killer. She can't believe that he would do all those things. Emma just wants to know why she didn't say anything about her relationship with Mr. Branson. And Brooke says that Emma would have just judged her. But Emma says, I wouldn't have done that. You're literally judging right now, Emma. You, yeah, that's... Mm, you're, you're uh, Okay. Brooke says Emma just wants to hold someone accountable after Will's death. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I would too. I mean, watch somebody get murdered in front of you. You kind of want to know who did it. Um, Emma says it's just, you know, it's not just about her anymore. It's about all of them. Well, I mean, in a way she's right. The killer but is going after all of them. But... Always was. Like the killing started with Nina and Tyler. Yeah. Like this. I, I feel like Emma has really taken it all in herself in a very annoying way. That then she uses against everybody to be like, this isn't about you. This is about me. And now it's now it's about you. I'm like, no, 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 wait, no, <laughs> you're confusing me, Emma. Come on. Also, I just don't understand how we've already had so many red herrings. And Emma is like, this is it. We know. We know this is it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very, I don't get it, but she's the primary target. It's very obvious. Okay. That's what we, we all, we can all agree on that. Brooke says that she feels so alone because her mom's in rehab. Her dad's in prison. Her ex, whatever, is in jail for murder. And I mean, I get it. Brooke is having the roughest time. I agree. I don't understand how Emma can be like, this is all about me. When even if like, Sure, these particular murders have something to do with you and your family, but the collateral damage and the other stuff that is going on, Brooke's dad is in jail. <laughs> That's not about you. Maybe you could talk to her about that. Uh, I wonder if he and like Branson's like are near each other in the jail cell. You they have to be because it's a county jail, I see, or at least like a, a local jail. And it's a quote, because small they're just being town. Held, right. Yeah. They're just being held temporarily. So like, yeah, why didn't we get that scene? I would love that. <laughs> so you've been fucking my daughter, huh? <laughs> While being her teacher. Yeah, that's mm, that would have been an interesting. They should have written that in. See, we could have written they, this better. They should have because I definitely want Branson to be like, yeah, who was paying attention to your daughter when you were out committing your crimes? Oh, that would have been a really good exchange. Let's write this. Uh, <laughs> come on, people. Well, you know why? I'm, I'm just going to say this right now. You know who had a hand in this show? Not the full show, but some of it. it was Leah Janiak or whatever her name was who came, who directed and co-wrote the Fear Street movies. Oh. That were all over the place as well. You know? Yeah, like totally odd. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think that this show should have, like Fear Street should have felt more like this show. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. a little more on lower scale, but it all, you know what I mean? Not as grandiose and like, oh, supernatural and stuff. It should have been more like this. With I mean, supernatural, I don't but. know if all of a sudden Emma was like, 
Oh my god, this is actually tied to my 16th century ancestor who like did some murdering and their like ancestors have time traveled to kill me. I don't know. I'm into it. Yeah. It would have felt <laughs> I would have felt better in this, you know, but and ghost would have been appropriately titled. Like, right. Again. Oh my gosh. Like we could do oh my god, just give us a production company. <laughs> give us all the monies. Come on now. Anyway. Brooke seems to cringe when that she has to stay with Jake's family. And I'm like, why? You know, he has she, a family. I know. I mean, you're staying at, you know, at his house. I'm like, I mean, why are you so you were holding vigil for him in the hospital? Like, so why all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to stay there. Like, right. You must. And she must have been there before. They've been friends forever. Right. I don't get it. I don't understand why she still at. Episode fucking nine. She's still putting him down. Like, like that's her toxic trait is that she is mean. Yeah, exactly. I'm the mean girl. She's like the only person who constantly wants to be around her. At this point, it feels like she's trying to be mean. And it's not, and that's, that's her toxic trait. She tries to be mean. She's really not the mean person. She's like actively pushing him away when he's like, hey, I'm here for you. And she's like, well, that's how lame you are. Or, you know, (laughs) like she's just, it's just a very strange way of communicating. I don't get it either. I don't understand. But in any case, Emma offers her a place if Jake drives her crazy. So she's like, I might take you up on that. Which, you know, why, why would you want to go stay in the house where people are being stalked? I know, like, yeah, let's go stay with the main target. You know, it's the main target. She's the one getting the right. voicemails. She's the one, you know, no, I don't think so. No, that's good. I'm good. <laughs> I'd rather go home. Anyway, so back at the station, the sheriff is talking to the press. Trick or treating ends at sundown and no masks are allowed. I'm like, really? Really? You think five-year-old Susie is the killer sheriff? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God. No masks. We can't have any masks. I'm like, really? Like, come on. I mean, maybe up to a certain age limit or something. Like, Well, it seems like you could have masks during your daylight trick-or-treating. Yeah. Right? Because it's going to be like parent chaperoned. It's probably one of the safer places with crowds and people. It didn't make any sense. No one's allowed to wear masks. I'm like... What? You gonna arrest some kid, little kids, like little preschool and kindergarten kids? Like, I got me a whopper. You know, no, no, no. Uh, sorry, I don't know what that was, but <laughs> I got me a whopper. I meant like whoppers, like the candy, not whoppers at Burger King. <laughs> They're handing out burgers to this house. I mean, that would be the best house. Oh my god, would you? Could you imagine like going up to the house? Oh and my like, god, we have some McDonald's fries for you. They're fresh. Like, oh, oh my god, that would be the best. I was just, I just had a little daydream of like, what if I was the like French fry house and Halloween? <laughs> the French fry house. That house, the French fry lady. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Anyway, so yeah, um, he then says that the Halloween dance is still on. Okay. And will act as a fundraiser for the victims' families. Stop. It's going to act as a fundraiser for new bodies. So just in case, we can buy everybody caskets, okay? I mean, trick-or-treating I can understand, but a dance at this point? A dance at night. Have a curfew. What are you doing? Trick-or-treating, the little kids. No no little kids are getting killed. Right. But they got to be inside before the sun goes down. Like, but all the other people, yeah. But 
the teens, you know, like be out driving around at like nine, 10 o'clock. Just go for it. Right. What? So in the crowd of all these news people, Piper's there with her little microphone hooked up to her cell phone, has her hand out. And it's like, she she's asking the, the same question. Sound. She what now? She must have the worst sound. I mean, everything's like from far away. She's like moving. Sheriff, she's like this, Sheriff, Sheriff, why do you really think it's wise to have a dance in the middle of the time of this? And he's answering... Um, I think so, maybe. <laughs> like, um, like, you know, like, <laughs> really far away. Like, um, can you speak a little louder? Can you just kind of just come up to you at the podium? Like, <laughs> I mean, also, why is the indie podcaster asking that question? And she has the press pass. The reporters who care about this town. Why are they not concerned? <laughs> why are they? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we need to listen to her. She's asking the good questions. They're just like, oh yeah, the dance, and where's that gonna? What? <laughs> So after this, after this press conference or whatever, uh, Piper finds a sheriff out back smoking. Bad for you, sir. Quit now. Don't do it anymore. But oh, oh, and by the way, I found out that Joel Gretsch was originally cast as the sheriff, but they went in another direction and cast Jason Wiles. You know who Joel Gretsch is? No. He played Matt Donovan's dad on The Vampire Diaries in the last season. Oh, okay, yeah. And he was also in that show, The Forty Four Hundred, the original Forty Four Hundred, on USA. So. Do you think that um, we watch too much TV with all the TV references we make discussing this show? That's the point, Orlean. <laughs> we got to get this knowledge out so we can have a life later. <laughs> get it out. Get it out. Everybody can know and then we don't have to repeat it anymore. <laughs> oh, I would talk about that, but you should just listen to my podcast. <laughs> like snake venom you're like look i had to take it but like now i have to give it to you <laughs> or or the, it follows basically <laughs> it podcasts <laughs> oh my god <laughs> now it's you you go carry the knowledge to someone else <laughs> okay <laughs> so piper is asking the sheriff she wants to know what he's thinking about you know why why are you having this dance and he says, it's better than having a bunch of kids spread out all over town having house parties. And I'm like, okay, I can see that. You have them all in one place. You can but watch they them from there. are still going to be spread out having house parties because how many 16 and 17-year-olds want to hang out at the high school dance? I know. I don't, I don't get it. But Like, you've just added another place. Another, here's another crime scene to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I get it. He's a bit pissed that she's been asking the questions. And I could be the sheriff of this town. I know. <laughs> You're totally good. Um, he even does like, he's like, are you done asking your questions? Puts a cigarette out. And then he does that asshole shoulder bump on her as he walks away. I know. Come on, white man. What are you doing? Like, what the hell? And then he asks, what are you doing? He just looks at her and what are you doing? I'm like, what are you doing? You just like <laughs> accosted me. <laughs> what are you literally doing? There is a murderer. Yeah. I don't get it, but whatever. Cut to Jake shows Brooke to his guest room. And I am like, there's a freaking mini fridge in this room. It's really nice. Sign me up for this. I want to go live at Jake's. You know, I mean, he's like, yeah, we got coconut water. in the. Fr I don't know about the coconut water, but you know. But still, I mean, it's got amenities. I mean, he, he's like damn bed and breakfast. It's awesome. Yeah, and she just, like, shits all over it. Well, okay, at first they have, like, a nice moment. 
Yeah. He's like, the Wi-Fi password is the Jake stops here. And she's like, of course it is. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is your problem? Right. I don't like, get it. It wasn't that bad. So he sits down next to her and he's like, I want to see your like your battle scar where the not you know the killer slashed her arm, right? And she's self-conscious about it, but he tells her that, you know, some hot chick on Top Chef and Tina Fey both have scars, and Brooke's definitely hotter. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. But yeah. For her. That's that's how they talk. You right. Know I mean? Like that's what she wants to hear. Right. He's actually being kind of serious in a playful way, but he's being serious and nice, and you're like, oh, he's he's really starting to become a He's yeah. really more attractive now, you know? He's trying to emotionally connect with her. Exactly. He asks her why, you know, why did you go back to Branson? Mm. And she says she felt that she had no one else. And he's like, well, you have me. Yeah. And you know what? If, you ever, if I ever caught Branson hurting you, he'd be dead. And I'm like, oh, the Jake is way hotter now. I have to call but him the Jake. I have to. It's like perfect, but... Also, I like I just want him to try being her friend fully and see how well that goes without having to constantly be like, and also like, I'd be happy to fuck you. Yeah, there's you know? always, it does always feel like there's this underlining like tone or innuendo or whatever with him. Yeah. So. And like, clearly, she's not totally comfortable with it, which I think is why she's mean because she's like, stop trying to like get me into bed. But at the same time, I think she likes it. Because he's trying. I know. It's okay. It's just, so it's forgivable because they're both teenagers. Yeah. But like, no adult should act like this. No, <laughs> don't. No. So at the station, Emma brings Maggie coffee as she works. Like, she's always bringing that woman coffee. Like, anyway. Why doesn't Emma just stay home? Like, yeah. I don't, whatever. Just like sit in your house quietly for a while. <laughs> just. Be, just be for a second. Okay, Emma, take a little time. No podcasts, nothing. Just throw on some music and just chill, you know, put on some yeah. cranberries. That'd be great. I don't know why the cranberries popped in my head, but like <laughs> linger, linger popped in my head. That'd be yeah. perfect for her to like, you know, be all emo to. But anyway, so she brings the coffee to Maggie. Maggie says she has a DNA test order to see if Seth Branson is her son, but it'll take a few days for the results. And I'm like, I don't know if you have a few days, Maggie, dear. <laughs> right. This seems like a rush thing that, again, maybe the state lab could like do this for you or yeah. maybe there are like other organization. Maybe you could like prioritize this sample. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is kind of important because people are getting offed here, you know, and it is the penultimate episode after all. So Emma wants to talk to Branson and Maggie's not having it. Emma's like, you know. I think he's going to have a reaction when he sees me and talks to me. I'm like, well, duh. You're oh, my God. Student. Also, but, she doesn't say she wants to talk to Branson. She demands it. Oh, yeah. She definitely. She's like, I want to talk to him. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to talk to him. And like, she's not like a traumatized 17-year-old child. Like, yeah. By the way, the hell episode, that's gone. Everything that I was traumatized with, it's gone now. Okay. She wants to look him in his eyes just to know. I don't think that's allowed. No. But, I mean, her mom's got connections, you know, but. They don't even have any evidence against him yet. Not real evidence, except for the stuff they just found in his room and the fact that he was under an alias. They didn't even say, like, were his fingerprints on the phone and the knife? There's not enough. Right. It's there's it's all circumstantial. So, like, he should be let go, but whatever. Right. He's just being, like, detained. I don't even know how they could get an arrest warrant. I don't know. 
I don't know. Mm, sketchy. Very much. But I mean, they're grasping at straws in this town. So, yeah. so let's throw the child in there. <laughs> so, yeah, they grant her this demand, basically. And I'm like, why is this interrogation room so dark? A eh? like <laughs> why? Like we saw this interrogation room before when Audrey was in there and it wasn't that dark. And now it's like they have one spotlight in the middle of the room. Like, and then Branson's like, hello, Emma. And he sounds just like the freaking killer. <laughs> he does. He actually had I mean, his voice sound similar. He does, but I still don't think it's him. No, but it's messed up. It's weird. Uh, he wants to know what, what is she doing there? He wants to know if Brooke is okay. And he's like, I, I didn't kill Will. And that all sounds like very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. And then he says he can't say more per his lawyer. And, Again, uh, very reasonable being an adult. <laughs> yes. She's convinced he knows why she's been targeted. He doesn't. He starts to yell at the camera. You think I'm going to have some kind of breakdown? <laughs> this is the funniest scene because Emma is trying to play like hardened cop. And he's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. You're just one of my students. <laughs> exactly. He thinks the sheriff is using Emma for this interrogation, which kind of is. But she tells him the truth that she wanted to be there. He says he can't talk about his past per his lawyer again, basically. And she asked about her mother and he's clueless. And yeah, she just said, they even met. Yeah. I'm like, do you know, Maggie, do you know her? Why would he? It's not like she goes to student teacher nights or anything. Not that we've seen anything. I know. And I'm like, and another thing they're like, I'm going to see if Branson's my, you know, Maggie, I just thought of this. Like Maggie's like, I do a DNA test. See if he's I'm like, how old is Seth Palmer? Just find out how old he is. Does the That's age match? Cute. Where was he born? Do we have any records Was he adopted? Him? <laughs> like anything. Like, can you just do the background check first? I mean, while you're waiting for the DNA right. result. That'll help narrow it down. Maybe like, just, investigate. Just a little bit. Investigate. A few phone calls. That's all you need, you know, but. Right. Call his parents. Are they alive? If anything, there's still records about him, like somewhere. Somewhere. He only changed his last name. <laughs> and it was really hard to find him until no <laughs> weird ass app brought him up. But anyway, yeah. So <laughs> he's like, he asked, you know, she asked about her mother and he's close. He just says like, you know, she's nice and you look a lot like her. And I'm like, she doesn't, but you know, suspension of disbelief, I guess. I mean, close <laughs> enough. I mean, he doesn't know them. <laughs> like Emma's got dimples. Neither of her parents have dimples. Um, I mean, they're blonde. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So she says, you said this ends with me. Is it over? He still doesn't understand or no, but says that, well, you know, since I'm stuck in jail, you'll find out soon enough, I guess. <laughs> Which is probably what I would say in that position, too, of like, I don't know. I guess if something else happens, you know, I didn't do it. <laughs> you know, well, OK. Is that, I'm gonna like, is that a threat? Like, I was expecting Emma to say something like that. Is that a threat? Like, she is how? so unhinged. I mean, she doesn't say that, but I'm like, I feel like that's what she should have said after that, considering how she's been talking so far. But it's like, no, how? How would that be? A anyway, back at Jake's, Brooke is getting ready for a shower. She just has that shower running. I'm like, how long does it take to heat I know, that thing like, up? Like, actually, modern water heaters, I think the water comes pretty quickly. You don't and have considering to how, how loaded Jake seems to be. It probably just heats up like that, you know? Yeah. Or she just doesn't Wasting care about water. water. She doesn't care. Yeah. Brooke, you know, she's getting ready for that shower. She's in her underwear, like another gratuitous shot. 
Um, and she walks out of the room and then the light and the webcam pops on. And somehow she notices this. It's the first thing she sees <laughs> when she walks back in the room. How? I don't know from this little bitty light. I don't get how she just, oh, I noticed this. She runs, she closes that laptop and then covers up. I'm like, well. But wait, it goes <laughs> on and then off really quickly. Yeah. But she's like, nope. You know. Which, why wouldn't you have just put like a little piece of tape after everything? I don't know. Just. Or a post-it note or something. Right. Like over the Yeah. I used to do that with mine too. I was like, who the hell's going to be spying on me? Yeah, sure. But, you never know. You never I think, know. I think Scream made me paranoid about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I started doing that because I got this I got this desktop after Scream came out, the show. Anyway, at the coffee shop, Emma catches up with Noah and Audrey on the situation. Noah is flabbergasted, you know, how her mom, who, quote, wears a cardigan and drives an SUV, had a baby with Brandon James. Like, Which same. also shows, like, Noah has learned nothing this whole season. I know. Like, I don't care, like, how nice Brandon James was if I were in Maggie slash Daisy shoes. I couldn't do it with the Elephant Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm super vicious. Well, they life. were best friends forever. Like, you could if you had grown up together because you don't <sighs> see that. Maybe. No, Maybe. I mean, for sure. Like, best friend, next door neighbors, childhood playmates, like. That's just not what she sees. I mean, I guess. I don't. I guess so. Another suspension of disbelief. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, um, Noah thinks Branson could be an alien alias for Brandon's son. Oh, my God. Like these amateur detectives kill me. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like I still know what you did last summer. Like Benson, you know, Benson, like. <laughs> no, it's all. No, stop. This is not how people do crime. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, I guess it kind of sounds plausible, but eh, it's very loose. They're all just like wildly leaping to conclusions. <laughs> they're bad about it. They're really bad about it in this episode. Yeah. Um, Audrey doesn't think that there's a connection to Branson and Rachel. Ding, ding, ding. Hello. She's bitter because news reports don't even mention Rachel's murder scene being staged. And I'm like, but what if the police didn't re release that info? Also, I think this is all still an open investigation, so nothing has been released to the press. Yeah, there's not a, they're going to say we're looking for somebody of this description or these you know, at this time, whereabouts, whatever. But that's well, about it. Especially like, why would they even say like this suspected suicide is related to these things in the papers? Like right. that would be police giving away information they don't need to give away yet. Most I think they would say it's like this wasn't a suicide; it was a murder. You know, bad about it. It's related like, to these other murders. Suspected murder, but then that would be like Maggie giving an interview where it's like, um, "We're not sure it's a suicide." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's questionable. Something. But why yeah. would they give these statements when the investigation is still open? I agree, one hundred percent. Emma tells them, "You know, let's go get the truth." And stop. That's when Noah jumps up, and says, "By curious and the Virgin are on it." I mean, that is hilarious. It is. It's great. And then Piper walks in behind him and the whole world trembled. <laughs> oh. I think Piper is stalking them. Oh, it's like, what? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And Noah makes sure he's like, I'm not a virgin. I'm not a virgin, by the way. I'm like, yeah, you are, kid. It's written all over your face. <laughs> also, like, don't appeal to Piper, who is a legitimate adult. And just very stoic. Meh. Yeah. 
Piper says, you know, they leave and Piper says, Emma must be relieved that Branson is behind bars. That Emma notices Piper sounds upset about something. Piper says she was disappointed because her lead on Cassie James, Brandon James's mom, didn't pan out. Emma is surprised that she found Cassie. And I'm like, okay. So Piper's like, yeah, I traced her social security number. <laughs> I'm like, oh what? my God. No, you didn't. That's not a thing you can do. How would you even get her social security number? Where are you checking it again? You can't Google this shit. This writing is so lazy. I just, oh my God. It's like, they didn't even try. And well, the thing is like, even if she said something like that, like at least they should have had a character go, how'd you do that? <laughs> like how? <laughs> also, is her name still Cassie James? Because I don't think she was hiding. Did you just look her up in a phone book? Like what the fuck? Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Is she not in the same town? No. Piper says Cassie lives near Boring, which I looked up Boring because I knew I've heard that town name before. And the only one I could think find was if there's a Boring, Oregon. I was going to say boring is what this town is actually called. Yeah, it should be. But uh, so I'm like, does this take place in Oregon now? Like, where is this? Where is this place? There's a Springfield, which there's a Springfield in almost every state. So you can't really say anything about that. Everywhere. So like boring. And I'm like, okay, so this is this Oregon? Like, and if it is, it's further up north. There's definitely dead plants (laughs) in October. So I don't get it. But Piper, she goes on. She says that Cassie was incoherent and didn't give her much info. So, okay. So Emma just wants to work with Piper on this. So let's go see Cassie together. Why? Go to the sheriff and be like, oh, maybe you could talk to her as part of your investigation. Yeah. And, well, I mean, the fact that this woman is apparently incoherent and it's probably known. It's probably like, yeah, we can't really trust what she says. Also, Emma, why are you trying to go talk to, like, some very old traumatized woman? How is that going to help you right now? She's going to be like, oh, my son or my grandson, Seth Branson. You know him? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. They go see Cassie. And the old lady just says that that you just want a monster story. And Emma tells her that, no, no, no. Um, I'm the daughter of your old neighbor. You know? And she doesn't identify her mother by name at any point, which is very weird. I thought that was weird, too, that she wouldn't say, you know, Daisy. It's my mom. Like, why is it so? But, you know, she figures it out. The old lady's like, oh, Daisy, you're her daughter, you know. And, you know, Cassie's like, I was nearly 50 when I had Brandon. She said, Ed, I'm guessing her husband, um, said that the egg was old. And that's why Brandon had his issues. That's I'm not like, science, by the way. That's no, not science. Egg was old. So it was rotten. Rotten egg. He's a rotten egg. This ain't freaking Willy Wonka, Cassie. Okay. <laughs> Don't care how I want it now. <laughs> so looking at Emma, Cassie suddenly confuses her with Daisy and basically talk to her. How like convenient. Yeah. Considering they look, quote, so much alike. I just, I'm sorry. No. Um, she says that when Brandon met her, he begged her to let him get a job. He begged Cassie to let him get a job at the bowling alley so he could be closer to Daisy because Daisy was walk was sex on legs, basically. Okay. But they, they knew each other for a long time before that. 
So I'm like, what? Why were you so mad about her? Like, I feel you like knew this her. is a very um, the mom is a very like Carrie kind of character, like Carrie's mom, and she's like, periods are dirty. Like that's what this feels like. Brandon, stay away. They're all gonna laugh at you. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So Brandon, you know, since she was like walking sex, he'd do anything for her. She says Daisy's the one who got him killed. Which I yeah. mean, we did already agree. So like, yeah, yeah that's that's okay. true. Emma says that I didn't, she goes, you got him killed. And Emma's like, I didn't do that. And I'm like, she's talking about Daisy. <laughs> Get with Emma. <laughs> Emma's slow. She's, yeah. Emma is actually Brandon James. <laughs> <laughs> she might be related to Brandon James. Because there's something not there. So now Emma wants to leave. And that's when Cassie starts singing, Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer true. Because Brandon loved that song. And so did his boy. I'm sorry, what? we're talking about the 1990s, not the 1960s. Or the 1890s, like. Like, where did he even find that song? Like, like you said, maybe she was just a religious person. That's all the type of music she allowed in the house is these old folky sound songs. You know what I mean? Maybe she messed him up. Exactly. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. But, you know. Okay, can I also, the whole time that Emma and Cassie are having this conversation, Piper's eyes, like her whole face, she's so clearly like manipulating Emma. We don't know like why or how, but clearly like Piper is playing some kind of game. She has no reaction to what's going on right now at all. But like the way she's looking at Emma, uh, in there's just I don't know. There's some energy about her that's like, she, yeah, why she's are like, you pushing this? Yeah, she's definitely like, are you taking this? Are you are you falling for this? Are you are you right. this up? Like that kind of look. Like, mm -hmm, mm hmm. She looks pleased with herself. She does. Yes. You know. And so it's like, what are we playing? But we don't I'm know. Like, is she saying? You know, it's like, is she doing that because she's like, see, I told you, woman's nuts, like, or something, or what's but going the on? Woman doesn't sound incoherent. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, she was like, blah, 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 blah. She's yeah. pretty coherent. She's just, yeah, she's just a little, you know, not quite there. But she's like, so his boy, Brandon loved that song and so did his boy. That's what she says. And they're like, huh? She says that Brandon's son was there the other day. He was handsome. She can't remember his name, but when Emma asks if it was Seth, she said, you know, yes, that's it. That's it. I'm like, okay, Emma, you can't <laughs> really trust the testimony of an old lady with dementia. Okay. Like also, you, just... you can't put a name out there. Right. Yeah. Like, that's how human brains work of like, oh, yeah, that was probably. No. Ask, what was his name? Wait, it's like Jack or Emmett or Peter? Was right, it Seth? No yes, that's idea it. what his name is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, what? No. Also, oh my God. You'd think immediately upon learning that, you'd be like, holy cow, let's go to the sheriff. Yeah, no. You know why? Because they can't trust this dementia woman. <laughs> like, come on. She just thought you were Daisy, Emma. <laughs> I mean, come on, girl. Get with it. Get with it. Think. Also, why? I just, uh, yeah, we just have to get to the finale. <laughs> we have to, let's get to the finale, damn it. <laughs> so, you know, she, you know, Cassie says that Seth just wanted to know all about his daddy. I'm like, okay. So when they get home, Emma well, they, if if the son loved the song, was he not living with them? What's going on? 
Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. So why did his boy love that song, but he doesn't know anything about his dad? That's what I'm saying. None of this makes sense. But Emma's like, oh, my God, yes, this is all the puzzle pieces. And I'm like, Emma. You know, even if some of this were true, you still can't trust it because this, the, the Also, source. it's just a woman saying words. You yeah. don't even know who she is. I feel sorry for this old lady, though. You know, she's by her. It looks like she's by herself, I guess, even though the house looks it nice. Inside, like, you know? No one's taking care of her. I Just no one. I don't I know. I, the scream world posits like a sad society. <laughs> it is. It's a non-coherent. Inco- that, the whole world's incoherent in this society. Like, like no one really takes care of anyone else in this community. No, everyone's don't. on their own. <laughs> but somehow they do it well, as far as like being able to clean and cook for themselves. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. But anyway, so they go home, and Emma thanks Piper. Apparently, Cassie's story was good enough to convince her it was Seth. Again, you're a dumbass, Emma. There was uh, no story. <laughs> I know. It was no big. It was just like, oh, yeah, um, there's a guy that came. And was it Seth? Yep, that was him. <laughs> uh, he could have just said, my name is Seth. <laughs> Isn't that what you would do? Oh, my God. Yeah. So Emma gets out of the car and goes inside and we see Kieran is watching from his truck parked on the street. Like what's going on there? Why is he, you know, a little later Emma's inside and she's sitting on the stairs for some reason. I don't know why you'd be sitting right on the stairs and just, you know, going through news articles about Branson's arrest when Kieran knocks and she says, it's open. What? 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 (laughs) That made me (laughs) so mad. Why? Why? He makes a very good point that her door shouldn't be unlocked. And she's a, like, she's so arrogant and thinking, oh, it's okay. They caught him. It's over. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, like, you've been stalked. People know where you live. Your mom has been stalked. Lock your fucking front door. Like, you know, okay. So even if Branson was the killer and they caught him, you know, there's other bad people in the world that exist. Like, Right. Like, you could just have someone trying to break in. You know, we've already established that not everybody in this town is of good moral standing. So it's like, lock and your kids. Someone obsessed with Emma because of this. Like, they didn't even want to murder her, but they were just, like, fanatic about her. Like, it's just, she needs to be careful. I know. I know. She's so dumb. She's very dumb. She does all that. She plays right into all these bad stereotypes of blondes, especially, you know, I know the fact that this was made after so many horror shows and movies, it's just insulting. And the fact that they point out stuff from horror movies, you know what I mean? And But then they're not smarter than it. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about original scream, you know, Sydney even says, you know, that she should be running out the front door, but she runs up the steps and then she does the same damn thing. So it's kind of like, yeah, but then she calls 911 from her fucking computer like a badass. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. Yeah. It may got nothing on Sydney. But anyway. Yeah. So Kieran just wants to check in on her. You know, Emma says she's doing fine. I'm fine. He wants to know where they stand and she wants to make up for lost time. Like what? What? You didn't lose that much time. Um, they kiss, and he says they should go to the Halloween dance together. And she's in as long as they can wear an awkward couple's costume. Why don't they just stay at home safe together? And he protects her. 
Like, yeah, give out candy. You know, just- It is Halloween. Like, maybe just chill. Yeah. She invites him to dinner. Her mom's ordering pizza. And then we cut to this really quick dinner montage of oh everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Emma, Kieran, Maggie, Clark, which is Sheriff Hudson, all of them having this wonderful time eating pizza together. I'm not really sure why we needed this, but it's there. The it So Emma is like totally pretending she doesn't have PTSD. And they're all like, oh, my God, sitcom, upbeat, lasery music. We're getting ready for a dance. We're being teens. And the music is like, do, 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 do. Everything's fine and no one's getting murdered. Do, 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 do. And we're like, what the fuck? That's such a tone shift. I know. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I don't, okay, whatever. I'm guessing this is the same night, but at Noah's weird garage electronic store comic book shop, um, Audrey says when she was making Rachel's memorial video, she found that all of Rachel's video files had been erased. Hmm. Just like Nina's files. That is weird. Yeah. Noah questions if Rachel caught Branson doing something. Stop on talking about and maybe that's why she was a target. And I'm like, okay, I can't. you guys are really stretching with exactly no evidence. There's, I mean, this is why you aren't detectives, kids. Like, quit speculating and get some freaking evidence. I just feel like all of their texts and all of their conversations at this point are just Branson. And it's like, see a movie. Just, like, <laughs> talk about something else. This is, stop it. Eat this some is, ice cream. Like, this something. is a witch hunt. It's totally a witch hunt. Now, this is... This, this is, is the witch hunt. This is the crucible. This is what we were talking about. But none of the characters realize it, so they learned nothing. Yeah, exactly. Remember last last episode when you read the crucible? No, we didn't read the book. No. That's why. That's why he knew nothing <laughs> when he was talking. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, Rachel's, you know, Audrey reveals that Rachel's footage was all backed up to the cloud, and Audrey happens to know the password. Of course she does. Why would you know that, by the way? It's her girlfriend. I don't share my passwords with people. I don't know. Some people are stupid and they do that. You're like, it's true. Yeah. They're just dumb. Or Audrey's just hacking every fucking buddy and she doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. That's plausible. <laughs> In Noah's not so thrilled words, time for a raw footage film festival. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a freaking nightmare. Yeah. It's basically like being on surveillance. Give it to the cops. Yeah. Just let them do it. You know? Nope, not going to do that. They got to do it. They have to. You know why? Because the police are horrible in this town. They haven't even told them all the things they need to. They didn't even tell them about the cyber crime. I know. Spying on like children. Like this seems like kind of a big deal. It does. But they didn't even give the police a chance to like (laughs) arrest the bad people. Jesus. (sighs) (laughs) it just doesn't seem fair when you're like yeah the police are terrible and it's like yeah we don't tell them anything but i don't know why they aren't investigating (laughs) we don't tell them anything why aren't they following these leads um um, well (laughs) like that's just not fair yeah so at jake's he enters the guest room to let brooke know that he just picked up her porsche and i'm like why not just say her car like like we didn't need, already know the brook was loaded, but now we got to name drop her car or the car company. Like what? I don't. I don't know. Something about that bothered me. I got your Porsche, not a scratch on it. I'm like, why'd you say? I don't know. It just bothered me. Something about that bothered me. I don't me. know. He finds this like white lacy corset and teases her about it. Like it's obviously part of her Halloween costume. 
and she's not paying attention really. She just looks at him instead, and she's like, "Some pervert was watching me on the webcam." And she, you know, was it you? And she asks him, and he's like, "No." Besides, that network is shut down. And I'm like, "Is it?" Um, she knows that it wasn't Branson because he's currently locked up. Like it wasn't him. And she's, he's like, "Why do you keep defending him?" I'm like, "Because he didn't do this." <laughs> He literally like, didn't do this. Like, there's no way. Why are you defending him? Like, because he didn't do it. Um, she says she doesn't believe Branson is the monster everyone thinks he is. And Jake asks how she knows that. Does she still think that she's the apex predator? I'm like, uh, I think weird we've established co- Brooke really is all talk at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, weird callback to where it's like, Okay, we remember that conversation, but Jake, we no longer think you're trying to murder Brooke. So, yeah. What's going on? She says, sometimes you have to have faith in people. And he comes back with, yeah, that's really working out for you and the fam. I'm like, oh. Also, Brooke never has faith in Jake. Like, yeah, that's. You're and always- he just picked up her car. I'm like, come on, dude. He. Yeah. She immediately gets up saying, this was a mistake. She's getting her stuff together and she's going home. Of course, Jake feels bad now. And I'm like, it's a little too late now, jerk. Like, learn well, how to talk to people. I mean, yes, but also I think we're also seeing Brooke's PTSD coming out in these scenes. And she's running from like, problems, yeah. This is not a realistic reaction in any way. You, like Emma, are just pushing people away. Yeah. Don't go to that damn therapist anymore. It's not helping you. All they're I doing mean, is applying these pills. I hope there's more than one therapist in this town. <laughs> I don't know. There's a really nice luxury hotel. Like, go stay there. You have a room. Well, I I was going to say, like, why isn't she in a hotel? And it's like, because she doesn't want to be alone. So it makes sense to be, like, with a family. Not that we've seen any of these family members. (laughs) Nobody has. They're all ghosts. They're ghosts. There you go. Oh, my God. It would be so funny if one of the side things is like, Jake's not a murderer. He just lives alone since his entire family died, but no one knows or takes care of him. Yeah. He doesn't know. He's and you're like, just yeah. like, oh my God, that's why he's so fucking weird. Cause he just he pulls the home alone and he's like, yeah, he's like, he's got like, like shadows in the window. Like he's talking to his mom. Yes, like maybe that's Jake's weird. Ba- oh my God. Let me write this show. <laughs> that's kind of comical in a way, but it's also kind of creepy. Yeah. Yes. He has like a Norman Bates type thing where like the corpse that's of his mother is so in the basement. Weird. Yeah. No wonder he calls himself the Jake. Anyway, <gasps> he's a thing, not a person. Um, yeah. So at the station, Sheriff Hudson shows Maggie all the places the killer called from the burner phone found in Branson's classroom. The cell tower pings every place and shows that the calls all came from near the lake, nowhere near Branson's house or the school. Okay. And I think we've established that the killer is smart and could frame someone quite easily. <laughs> Also, can we just follow any of the evidence? I know. Follow the evidence and see what happens. Just just look. Just look into it. Just look. Just just try. He says, you know, we really need a witness that Branson made these calls. And I'm like, I don't know if he was doing that out right, you know. Also, the way <laughs> he just, says that. Just McDonald's drive through just like, hey, Emma, I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. What is the witness? Like, I see a man on a phone. <laughs> I mean. He made a call. <laughs> at some Wait, point. like what is the what's the witness gonna say? Did you get Branson's phone to see where it was pinged? Maybe it's in similar locations. Of course like, not. Of course not. Why would they do that? 
Whatever. Why would they corroborate evidence? I love how Maggie's like, that part of the lake is quiet after the summer season. I'm like, but that's the only part that's quiet. Like all the other parts <laughs> are still active. <laughs> like, this dialogue, I swear to God, they were just like pulling lines out of a fishbowl and they were like, okay. It's like whose line when they do that and they just have the little lines yes. that come out and they just I throw them like- in there. Yes, they worked for like 10 minutes on the show, and then they were like, okay, which bar are we going to? Who's got improv skills? Okay, guys, we're going to have an exercise. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to turn this little basket. We're going to grab one of these pieces of paper, and we're going to throw it in here. It's kind of like writing prompts. They just grab writing prompts and like fit this into a story. But anyway, so Hudson says he's going searching for a witness. He doesn't want another Riley Mara on his watch. I'm like, yeah, because you really fucked up there, sir. Rest in peace, Riley. But like, that wasn't because you didn't go investigate something by yourself. I I don't understand. Yeah, it isn't like, that's not a comparable situation, but okay. Like maybe just work on protecting the police station. Yeah. Maybe, maybe lead officers there. When you have kids alone and hire officers, maybe get a little few more people instead of falling for one car crash and everybody's there. Yeah, that makes no sense. Okay, so later the sheriff pulls up to a house alone. Alone. My first note is there's a reason officers are paired up. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And okay, he pulls up to this house and he he goes to knock on the door. And it just kind of opens. It wasn't closed all the way. And no one answers. Not okay. So he turns back. And I'm like, okay, he's walking away from the door. Good. But now he goes to the car in the carport and calls the station on his, you know, his um, walkie and tells them, you know, hey, can you run these plates? And then when he tells them the license plate, he goes back and he steps inside the house and he's like, hello. And again, there's no answer. He walks around. He t- announces himself. This could be a crime scene. What are you doing? Well, still, he's he was a cop. He's a lot of the crime scene, but, but he shouldn't just walk through it. That's well, what I'm saying. Well, if no one's answering and the door is open and it seems like somebody's home, something might be wrong. You know, so. it doesn't seem like anybody's home though. But I mean, there's a car there, so it seems like maybe somebody might be home. That's what I'm saying. So he walks around and then he hears like what sounds like a bell from another room, like a bing. bing. I thought it was like a computer. It was. But it was on the computer, like, you know, but it was a bell. And it's like, what the, you know, a ding, you know, and the music starts to rise. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. And he starts walking toward the sound. I'm like, Sheriff, get your ass out of there. Get your ass out of there. And he walks over to a laptop that's on the dining room table. And he, as he bends down to see the pictures that are showing up on the screen, all of which seem to be of his police car, which I think is weird. Like, Mm -hmm. why? Um, The door of the house slams shut. And he jumps up and he grabs his gun and he announces sheriff's department. Like somebody came home, you know, and then he starts, you know, walking toward the door, back around the corner. And as he's walking, the killer sneaks up behind him with a fireplace poker. And as the sheriff turns around, he gets whacked in the face. That's got to hurt. Down he goes. Why didn't he call in backup literally at any point here? Hey, I'm at this house. Can you run these plates? He didn't say that. He said, just run these plates. But also, wouldn't it be weird to be like, hey, things do look kind of odd out here. Maybe something happened. Send some people out to look with me. Yeah. Hey, can you send so-and-so? You know, yeah. Like, anything. He learned nothing. He learned send me a deputy. nothing. He's, they're, they're totally stupid. I feel like Emma is actually following his example. But you know what? Maybe he's the Dewey. <laughs> Just kind of 
Okay. Dewey was smarter than this. Though. I don't think he's likable enough or smart enough to be the Dewey. No. Dewey's way smarter than this. So back to Emma, who's putting on her wig. It's like a Cleopatra wig, you know, uh, straight black hair with bangs. Kieran texts her and asks if she's ready for a massage. I'm like, what? Weird. She answers, oh, okay, well, you ready for the dance? You're going to pick me up? And he responds that he has something he needs to do and he wants to meet her at eight. I'm like, you made plans. This Why is really this twig something for her. Like something's going on. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, that's that's really shitty. Hey, you like, made somebody. I don't know why you wouldn't even be like, hey, no, that's not cool. Like, give me a call or something. Or like, what do you have to do all of a sudden? Yeah. You know, just leave your traumatized girlfriend to go to the school dance by herself without an explanation. You know, fuck Kieran. Why does why do people keep leaving her alone? <laughs> she can take care of herself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The phone rings and it's Brooke. Brooke has decided to ditch the dance and throw a party. She is currently at the liquor store getting supplies. She tells she Emma. She's 17. Like, she's got money, though. She's literally. Okay, she has money, but what she's doing is buying alcohol in bulk. She's 17. I know. 17. There's a lot of drinking in this episode with underage people. I mean, I guess, like, the mayor is in jail. The sheriff was just attacked. Like, it's it's anarchy. All bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> She's at that one liquor store that everybody knows about where they don't card or they on bulk liquor. I mean, (laughs) maybe you could get a six pack. Maybe you could get a bottle. She's getting cases. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe her family owns part of the liquor store. We don't know. Oh, man. It's possible. Maybe she has a cousin that works there. We don't know. So she tells Emma that the dance is in a rec center with wall to wall cops. It's going to blow. And I'm like, yeah. It's definitely a bit PG for teens, I guess, in that sense. You know what I mean? Like, but like a killer may still be on the loose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if a bunch of my friends were just murdered, I'd either be at the school dance surrounded by cops or at home with the doors locked. Yeah. And my <laughs> hands just ready party. to call one at any moment. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to your stupid party. No. Emma says she's meeting Kieran at the dance, but maybe they can come to Brooks later. And Brooke says, you know, she went back home and is done being the victim. I'm like, something tells me this isn't going to pan out for you. (laughs) Done being the victim, my ass, whatever. Meanwhile, Noah and Audrey are watching Rachel. This is nighttime, by the way. Yeah. It's nighttime. Noah and Audrey are watching Rachel's footage. Noah is bored watching the, quote, dry footage because she's a a repressed, you know, um, sexually curious Catholic girl. And this is dry footage. And I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah. Who wants to watch hours and hours of someone else's just like endless videoing of nothing really. Yeah. Like whatever they were just doing. I don't want to do, they spent all day doing this. The current footage is from a bar that Rachel would sneak into to get fun, dramatic footage or fights or stories from drunk guys spilling secrets. And I'm like, Rachel sounds like a reckless 16-year-old going into a full bar full of, like, biker-looking dudes. And just, like, like talking to people? Like, like um, and no one says it. She's got a camera. Like, <laughs> no one's going to question why this teenager is in here with a camera. Like, okay. I'm really starting to think the show was written by teenagers. And yeah. that's why they're just like, yeah, and then I go to the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Audrey is all business. Rachel may be gone, but I'm going to make sure she's never forgotten. 
And okay. Noah, yeah, she's exhausting with this. Noah looks at his watch and says, well, I got to go get set up. And I'm like, what? And Audrey says she needs to change, presumably for the dance. Suddenly, Audrey spots something on the footage. Nina talking to someone at the bar that Rachel's at. The guy turns around and it's <gasps> Kieran. <gasps> this is like the clearest bar nighttime video footage. It's also, it's perfect. so well lit. You see everybody's faces. Yeah. But like and Nina seems drunk. Kieran looks like he's a little handsy with her. A little bit. That's what it looks like. But like who wasn't handsy with Nina? I mean, they're um, in a okay. One, they're in a bar. Two, they're 16 and they're in a bar. I've been in a lot of bars. Let me tell you, there aren't a lot of 16-year-olds getting drunk. No. And you there can tell are. when somebody's 16. You can tell. I mean, I know all these actors look 25 because they're 25. But if you can imagine two 16-year-olds sitting in a bar, it would be hilarious. Yeah. You'd be like, okay. Like, and Nina is sitting there, like, drinking a fucking martini or something with her hair all done and her makeup. And you're like, yeah, she looks like the adult that she is. But that's not what's happening here. <laughs> At the dance, uh, with tons of cop cars out front, Jake is sitting in his car looking, you know, at the security feed in Brooke's house. And I was like, I thought you were done with all that. I thought you were you didn't have this feed and stuff. Like, liar, liar, Jakey, wakey. Well, he didn't say he couldn't turn it back on. That's true. That's true. So he's looking for Brooke. Like, where is she? He doesn't know. Funnily enough, the background of the footage, like there's, you see like the, the square, the footage mm-hmm. is being shown on, but the background of his phone is the same background that was on the laptop that Hudson saw in the house. Oh, good catch. I did. I was like, that looks familiar. Ooh. You know, before the killer hit him. Um, so... One thing I had, why is there a line to get into the dance? It looks like a damn bouncer line to get into a club. I know the high school dance and like the line is so long. And I'll say I went to high school dances and there was never a line to get in. You just walked right in those doors. I mean, there might've been two or three people in front of you, maybe, but that's it. If, like, you, it's not if you had to buy tickets <laughs> at the door, then yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I, usually you just walked in. Yeah. I don't get it, but <laughs> I... Emma's standing there all alone. Everybody is spectacularly dressed. Like, it's always like this. Seriously. Like, really into Halloween. Nobody just threw something together. Everybody went and made their costumes. Except for Emma, who literally threw something together. Yeah. With a wig and something she had in the house. So, inside, the music is pumping. The place is packed. Noah is the DJ. And that's what he meant by getting set up. But why did he wait till after dark to do this? <laughs> like, also, when did he have time to volunteer for this? Like, what? So, how did he have time to get changed, set up for all this? It, it was already after dark when he was looking at the footage with Rachel. So, like, well, also, when did he go to a club meeting when he wasn't investigating Branson? Like, how does this happen? I don't. I don't know. We don't get any information. Does he know other people at the school? Does he have I don't, friends? <laughs> I don't think so. Is he? Yeah, is he part of that crew? Like we haven't seen him with anybody. I don't. It's not explained at all. I don't. Also, do we think Emma has seen Pulp Fiction? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. She has no. No. Why would the writers be like, we should make them dress up like Pulp Fiction characters? Oh, it's, and this, what's coming up is funny, but we'll get to that in a second. Why? 
Why? <laughs> so Noah is dressed as a typical vampire with a bloody mouth and cape and a little bit of a widow's peak. And Emma enters and goes right up to Maggie, who's serving punch as the chaperone. Emma asks where Clark is, but Maggie doesn't know. The sheriff hasn't returned her texts. I'm like, guys, like Emma scenario, cares. you know, yeah, she doesn't care. In this scenario, that's never a good thing. I mean, don't you know you're in a freaking slasher TV series at this point? Like, come on. Um, Emma says, you know, it must run in the family because Kieran's running late. That's not sensical. No, it's not. Time doesn't run in the family. Um, Time. I don't know what that meant. Time. (laughs) Time doesn't run in the family. Time management, poor time management skills. It doesn't run out of the, especially when he's never grown up with this man. So it doesn't make sense. But okay, but can we create a show where the tagline is "Time doesn't run in the family"? <laughs> it's a, well, it sounds like a spinoff of Doctor Who. Like I don't know what the show is yet. We just have the tagline: <laughs> "Time doesn't run in the family." <laughs> it could be funny. It could be dramatic. Could be a little both. Hmm. I've got to think about that now. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake pops up with some sort of page boy shirt with leaves printed Peter on it. Pan? I th- or Robin weird elf. I thought he was hat. Peter Pan. I guess. But like a really tall Peter Pan. And but then uh, oh, because then Brooke could be Tinkerbell, I bet. Or Wendy or something, yeah. Yeah. But we don't we don't know. So we don't know. I don't know what the hell he's supposed to be. Emma asks Jake, what what did you say to Brooke to chase her back to her, her house? And he says something, well, well, I said something Jake-like. And I'm like, that's pretty a good explanation, actually. You know, probably the best he's ever had. At least he's more self-aware at this point, I guess. She tells him that Brooke isn't coming to the dance and is having after party. And he's mad because he wore his costume for her. And that's why I was like, okay, I guess, I guess she's Wendy or something. I don't know. I really feel like she'd prefer to be Tinkerbell. Oh, she totally would. Wearing the skimpy. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no, wait. She did have that white corset thing. That's more like a Bo Peep thing looking thing to me. But he is no really wings. like a Robin Hood or a. What? I don't know. Elf? That's why I was like, the hat looked more elf. I was like, oh, maybe he's Robin Hood. But the, the way the hat was done with like a peak at the top and the. But curl. nothing goes with Bo Peep. Unless it's a seep or something. Or Maybe like, she was just wearing a corset because she's a teenage girl going to a dance. I guess, but I don't know. It was We weird. don't know what the rest of the costume was. It's a mystery. Yeah. Also, I want to see the scene where they were shopping for these costumes together. What was that like? So, like, someone wants to kill me, but, oh, I want to wear the Cinderella outfit. Like, If well, we're going to go to the dance, we're going to do matching costumes because I'm not going to be unmatched. <laughs> So Noah spots Audrey dressed in some sort of gothy steampunk outfit. Um, I don't know what she's supposed to be either. I don't know what it is. I like it. But also, why would you waste that on your high school auditorium? <laughs> I know. He apparently is going, he was going to go as the Babadook. <laughs> but his mom made his vampire cape, so he felt obligated. I'm like, that's, that's sweet. That's adorable. And he has a family too? <laughs> that we never see. She exists though. She made the cape. She does exist. She does. I'm like, the Babadook would have been great, though. Like, yeah. Have you seen that movie? No. I know oh. enough of it, and I don't want to watch 
I I had so oh, my friend made me watch it and I'm I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, I'm Wikipedia in this whole plot because this is freaking me out. Right? It, yeah, but it was good. But after I Wikipedia and I watched it, then I was like, it, it was still was kind of freaky, but at least it didn't make me uncomfortable when I was watching it. But it's good. Um, Audrey spots Emma, who waves at her. She wants to tell him about seeing Kieran with Nina on the footage they found, but Noah is still convinced Branson's the killer. Just tell the police. I know. Give them the footage. Um, but, you know, the sheriff is Kieran's dad. So it's like, mm, how's that going to play out? Audrey says, you know, Kieran was leaving a bar with Nina. Then Nina got dead and he saw Rachel filming him. And I'm like, <laughs> Nina got dead was a great line. I don't know what it was. Brutal. Brutal. Also, she and Noah, I feel like, are spending way too much time just together spinning all these theories and not enough time with other people. That's true. They're really like <laughs> they're I mean, just they're encouraging each other and they're like getting more elaborate and just getting like more sure of their theories. That's another toxic friendship right there. That well, it, okay, it's not always toxic, but I think the situation they're in, it's bringing out the like toxic. It does not bode well, right? Right. They're not bringing out the best in each other. Not at this point, for sure. Noah says they can't jump to conclusions. I'm like, like you've been doing this whole time? Really? Really, Noah? Now you're like, oh, let's be sensible. No, 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 no. We're going to jump in this head on, buddy. He thinks Kieran is nice because he saved him in the lake that one time. And Audrey points out that Kieran's parents died mysteriously. I'm like his mom and his stepdad, I guess. And he was at that bar with Nina. And... He has seduced the young ingenue the killer is obsessed with. So does that sound like a nice person? And I'm like, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Having dead parents should not be used against you. But they died and he shows up here and then somebody we else dies. don't know what happened to them. What if exactly. it was something horrific like they both got cancer? Audrey. <laughs> they both got cancer. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why. I don't like... know. Like, I'm just saying, like, Audrey's being real cold right now. Uh, yeah, okay. Just then they spot Kieran walk in, dressed in a suit. Noah turns and goes back to DJing, saying Kieran's not going to kill Emma during the dance sequence. <laughs> this is where it gets wacky. Kieran approaches Emma and says, his look was harder to put together than he thought, and that's why he's late. I'm like, really? A wig and a suit? Yeah, that's no. no. With them together, it's now obvious they're dressed as Uma Thurman and John Travolta from Pulp Fiction, especially when Noah conveniently plays Chuck Berry's You Never Can Tell from the movie. These two are not this cool. I'm sorry. They're, they're not. not. No, they're not. And they end up like, so I think this funny, the song is, it's kind of a conveniently placed song because it's a fun nod to like the whodunit, a mis quote, mystery of the show. Well, they do the, they do the Pulp Fiction dance, oh, yeah. which is also why I'm like, you two have not sat down and watched this movie. No, they watched the YouTube video of this scene. That's it. That's it. They knew it was They're a famous like, movie. They're like, that looks cool. Hey, you want to rehearse this dance scene and then we'll do it in front of everybody? They do the whole damn dance too. And I'm like, this was random. It was no, fun, but I it was random. You just know everyone else in the dance is like, oh my God, Emma, just sit off to the side for like one fucking day. You're so extra. Right. Like, Why are we always looking at you? <laughs> So later, Kieran gets punched for Maggie. She tells him she can't get a hold of his dad. And he's like, yeah, he's like that sometimes. And he offers to try to get a hold of him. And, you know, then he walks off. Talk to one of the deputies that's supposed to be, like, filling this dance. Like, what? Hey, have you what? heard from the sheriff? Like, can somebody get a hold of him? Right? Meanwhile, Audrey goes up to Emma. She shows Emma the raw footage of Kieran and Nina. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. 
this does not do anything to sway Emma at all. She still convinced Branson is the killer. Okay. At this point, I kind of feel like Emma almost deserves to be killed. <laughs> like, um, this guy obviously has been lying about being involved in some of this shit. Like, come on, come on, really, really. I, and the thing I, is, the footage is like Kieran looks right at the camera. Like, <laughs> as you said that, I imagined that Eric Andre meme. That's like, how could you say something so controversial and so brave? <laughs> But yeah, Emma has not gotten smarter. In fact, I think she's gotten dumber. And maybe that's mean because she has so much PTSD that she's not dealing with. Like maybe she's just not thinking straight. Yeah. But that applies to all the characters. So we can't just say like, oh, poor Emma. Right. They're all kind of getting dumber as it goes on. <laughs> it's Branson. It's Branson. It's Branson. But there's no evidence. It's Branson. No, there's no evidence. It's like, Branson. Do you hear it? Branson. Like, Brandon's they're, son. They're Do you not dumb. hear them? <laughs> yeah. No. No. So, yeah. So, Audrey tells Emma that the footage is from the night before Nina died and she shouldn't trust Kieran. And Emma says, why not? I trusted you, Audrey. You know, I'm like, you know, we've all been caught on tape doing things that look bad. That's not comparable. That's not the same thing. A girl yelling that she's mad because a girl posted her secret makeout session with somebody is a little bit different than somebody who didn't tell you they got to, you know, I don't. Also, I maybe they did just make out. But you should still give this to the police like Nina died the next day. Yeah, it's yeah. It doesn't look great. So Kieran walks up. And Audrey's like, nice costume. Bye. And she leaves. And while dancing, he's like, you know, did I do something to upset Audrey? And Emma says, well, Audrey was just being overprotective. And then she tells him about the footage of him and Nina. And she wants to know why Kieran didn't tell her that he knew Nina. And he pulls her aside and is like, I only met Nina that one time. I didn't even know her name. It was right before I started school here. And apparently he and his dad had a fight that night. And Kieran went to a bar. One that doesn't card, I guess. Um, that lets you just sit at the fucking bar. Yeah. Just like, with a this full pint of beer. Yeah. Right. This is wild. There he saw Nina sitting alone, a little drunk. She's sitting alone in this bar full of guys that are probably drunk. I'm like, yeah, and no one's bothering her. And she looks like that. Okay. And also no one is like, excuse me, are you 16? Like, are you here? Uh? Yeah. So he says he talked to her and she said that she was 23 and she worked in IT. And Emma's like, yep, that was her bar story. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? Okay, if this was a known thing about Nina, that she did this constantly. Yeah, he probably didn't murder her. Why was this information just now coming up? If she frequently went to bars and hooked up with random guys, that might be something they want to look into. (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. That's... Nina was wow. effed up. I'm sorry. She was a messed up person. Did she have... Oh, right. She did have parents because they find her body. But, like, none of these parents are involved enough. No. None of them. No. They're always leaving their kids alone. Like, you know, to their yeah. own devices. Emma says the story usually ended with Nina taking a guy home with her. And Karen says he only drove her home so she wouldn't drive drunk. And he didn't sleep with her. I'm like, mm, kind of unlikely for a straight teenage boy, but let's go with it. Okay. Also, I'm sorry, just the insanity of the statement that a 16-year-old would bring people home, quote-unquote. Yeah. 
from the bar. So she brought people back to her parents' house. Her parents apparently are never there. This is fucking weird. Yeah, it's messed this up. This is not normal. <laughs> he says he didn't tell Emma because it was a no-win situation. For him, he means. Right. I'm like, what a sleazeball. Why can't you see this, Emma? Like, he's just, he's gross. No telling how many STIs he has. Like, dude's gross. So, Seriously, if he was hooking up with people like Nina in bars and he didn't even know her name, oh, Emma, just ask for a test first. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's get it all out there. She wants to believe him. And he says, if you can't trust me, then Branson won. What? And then he walks off. I'm like, way to pile even on, Kieran. It makes no sense. Like, this has nothing to do. I didn't it's bring like, up Branson once in this conversation. <laughs> it's like there's a gas leak in the school, and the longer they spend in the actual school, the dumber and less logical they get. <laughs> we haven't been learning for days. Our teachers in the in the jail. <laughs> we haven't learned a damn thing. But we just show up to class and we hallucinate the crucible. <laughs> <laughs> Because we all have PTSD. Hmm. So Audrey checks on Emma. Emma feels bad for messing up, but Audrey thinks Kieran may be feeling guilty because he's the killer. Oh my God, Audrey, stop. <laughs> Emma says that she can't believe that Kieran killed all those people any more than that Audrey killed Nina. And Audrey says, well, they ha we have to agree to disagree then. And then she walks off saying that she's going to go crash Brooke's party to get drunk. I'm going to go Brooke's get drunk. Okay. Okay, that seems like really out of character for Audrey, who isn't even friends with these people, and remember has never been friends with these people. So, what? Okay, fine. Hmm. Why don't you go to Noah's game cave or whatever? Game cave. <laughs> I don't know. It looks so like dark and dim most of the time. Garage of wonders. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But like, why would she go there unless it was like we need to get everybody to that house? That's true. You know, you got to do that. You have to have the big party finale. That's I know, but it shouldn't be so transparent. <laughs> I know. By the way, we're setting this up. Meanwhile, Jake is pouring liquor from a flask into his punch, sitting with some girl dressed as a Playboy bunny. I'm like, is this a school dance or town dance? And is there a dress code? <laughs> but also, why did he stay when he was told Brooke wasn't here? Why didn't he just go to Brooke's party or if go home? he was that concerned to be waiting for her outside, like, Right. Why are you still here? He doesn't make any sense. So this girl says, you're smarter than you look. And he's like, <laughs> I bet you are too, Andrea. And she's like, no, my name is Ava. And I'm like, I roll city, Jake. Come on. They're dude. both dumb. They're both dumber than they look. She asks if he's going to Brooks afterwards. And he's like, and he asks, would you like to be my arm candy? It's like, ugh. They kiss. And he asks if she's ever been inside a behemoth. And I'm like, huh? I didn't get that. The beast? Like a big beast? Like, Yeah, I don't understand what he's referencing. I, I looked at it. I was like, is this some kind of car that I've never heard of? Like, No, I, I don't get it. Also, I love how he's like, when this is over, like after. Like, you know you can leave whenever you want. Like the dance doesn't actually go like 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. The next we lock the leaves. doors once you enter. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a dance lock-in. You can lock just in. leave now. Like, just go home, you know. Piper enters the dance with a purpose, no costume. Why is she allowed to walk into a high school all whatever she wants? <laughs> she goes straight to Emma. Like, she sees her, boom, beeline. Stalker, right there. stalker. 
And she says, something Cassie, Brandon's mother, said the other day was weird. So she went back to see her. She showed Cassie Branson's picture, and that's not who came to see her at all. After showing Cassie pictures from the vigil from like six or seven episodes ago, Cassie pointed out that it was Kieran that came to see her. What? Just, okay, why would you bring this to a 17-year-old girl during a dance instead of the police? Take it to the police. It's also like 9 p.m. on a Saturday or so, whatever the fuck. Like, what are you doing? I mean, Emma can be like, well, if there's a cop right there, go tell them right now. Right. You should take that to the police while I dance. I'm, I'm here to do my little twist to Chuck Berry. Thanks. I'd like to spend two hours not talking about murder. Thank you. Can I just have a moment? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so unfortunately, Kieran just left and then the power goes out. Oh my God, coincidence. And a film of the sheriff beaten and bloody comes up on the large screen. Everyone is shocked. I mean, this is gross and horrific. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, you know. Then we cut to the Lakewood City Jail. In the hall, there is blood. So much blood. We track the blood to see a dead cop handcuffed to an open jail cell. Blood everywhere. And Branson has escaped. To be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard to... <laughs> it's just... I feel like at the end of episode seven, the show really did hit a peak, and then it, it didn't know what to do yeah. after that. And it's like, let's put a lot of blood. Like, where's all this blood coming from? That's like, like a whole person's amount of blood. That was like so much that I was like, is Branson dead? That guy, that sheriff deputy, whatever that's handcuffed, should be like looking like a raisin with all the blood that came that's out of him. That's what I mean. I was like, it looks like the killer killed Branson and bled him out. I know. Like, I love how like all that jail cell is all bloodied up and everything. And then like a little bit of blood's trickled out in the hall. Like. It's weird. It's like, that doesn't look like an escape. That looks like an attack. Now, here's what I have to ask. With all that blood everywhere, where are the footprints? Oh, my God. You're right. It was like a pristine pool of blood. I'm like, where did, where did they do they float? <laughs> was it Another like, reason why it seems like Branson didn't, like, walk out. Right. He just so opened like, his jail cell and... It doesn't make him seem like the killer. Also, do I think that he's smart enough to break out of a jail cell? No. No. No, I don't. I assume he has no useful skills based on what we've seen of him. Yeah. It's they're like, Seth Branson has left, has escaped. He's escaped. All, all units, all units. And I'm like, Where's oh. the sheriff? Find the sheriff. Where is the sheriff? Yeah. Find Sheriff Hudson, you know. Oh man. I mean, this is the <laughs> show. So, yes, to be continued until the end of the season, episode 10. One more big episode. One more, one more. So who do you think did it, folks? Who is the Brandon James killer? And also, who is the v the MVP of the season so far, do you think? I want to know who you Ooh. think the best character is, who, who went through the most and came out best and blah, 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 blah. So who do you think is the MVP? Give us your thoughts. Come on. Contact Orlean on Instagram. Again, that is... Um, Instagram and Twitter at Spooky Orlean A-U-R-E-L-I-E-N 
The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on Twitter or TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. So, yeah, and you can let us know. Let us know what's going on. What do you think uh, happened and uh, who do you think the killer is? We want to we hear your thoughts. And you- where is Jake's family? What's going on? Where is Noah's family? Where's Audrey's family? Are they just busy? Like, what's going on? There's only two parents in this entire show. Or three. Three parents. Three There's parents. only four adults in town. Like, yeah. I don't understand where all the other adults are. I don't know either. What happened? Did they? Did the, are these kids... Like, you know, secretly psycho and just offing their parents. and Oh, my God. What if the whole time they were, like, taking out the adults of the town but being like, children are being murdered? Oh, that'd be so dark. It would. If they pulled, like, a um, a damn murder on the Orient Express and everyone was doing it kind of thing. Oh, my God. And then when they all came together, instead of being like, we have to find the murderer. It's definitely our teacher. They would each figure out that, like, each of them has done shit. (gasps) Oh. That's so much better. It would be. It would be awesome. And then they conspire to take out the sheriff. <laughs> See us next time, next week, when the conclusion of Scream Season 1 happens for me and Orlean. Goodbye, everyone. Stay alive.